0: For my sex writing cave, where all the smut happens in real life and my head are on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 25. This week, let's talk about quitting. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer Podcast is produced every Wednesday, and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Smutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by QuickBooks Self-Employed. Want to have a better way to keep track of your income? Do you need help tracking how much you owe in quarterly taxes? Are you looking forward to the day when you need to track your income for quarterly taxes? I use QuickBooks Self-Employed for all of that and more. It's an invoicing system, a reporting tool, and a great way to keep up with receipts and payments. I use it to figure out how much I've made for the year, to project how much I will make by the end of the year, to keep track of my expenses for my taxes, and to pay my quarterly taxes. Even if you don't need to do all of that yet, it's great just for tracking your income and sending invoices, no matter how big or small. If you use my special link, bit.ly slash Smutlancer, you will save 50% off for the first year. That's as low as $5 per month if you get the most basic package for a solid year to, to use it and try it out and let it make your life easier. Um, again, the link is bit.ly B-I-T slash Smutlancer or just use the link in the show notes. So most of y'all who know me or have been listening for a while probably do would not expect to hear me talking about quitting. I probably seem like one of those people who's always rah, rah, keep going until you fall out of your chair, drop dead, um, your fingers fall off, you whatever. Um, and yeah, I kind of am. I'm sort of an optimist. I think some people quit too soon. I think that some people give up too soon, uh, especially if they thought it was going to be easy and then reality sort of smacks you in the face and you discover that it's really fucking hard whatever your goal is. That's not even a blogging goal or a, an e-commerce goal or a freelance goal, it doesn't matter what the goal is, it always takes longer than you think it will. Um, and I'm not the type of person to advocate quitting after two weeks when you're not an instant millionaire or even after you know six months necessarily when you haven't made the, um, the stride you thought you would. That's because most of the time, most of us aren't very realistic. When we start out a project, we think it's going to happen quicker. We think it's going to be easier. We think it's never going to feel like work. Um, and when those things start happening, we start doubting ourselves and questioning ourselves and no, I'm not the person who's going to tell you, oh yeah, definitely go ahead and quit then I, I am one for, okay, let's find new ways of doing these things. But that doesn't mean there aren't times you've got to quit things. And sometimes it's really big things. And sometimes it's small, strategic things, things you tried thinking maybe it would help things that you thought would make you more money than it is. Um, and sometimes things you thought you would love to do, and you find that you absolutely hate it, and you'd rather gouge your eyes out than have to keep doing it. Um, so there there is a difference when I um, talk about quitting for this episode, it is something that you've... Tr- given a legitimate try to, um, you've tried different tactics. Your expectations are realistic. Um, and then you get to a point where you think, Hmm, what should I do? So what brought this topic to mind for me was that I quit something, uh, work-related this past weekend. And it's something I had said to myself for about six weeks that I was going to stop doing it wasn't working and I wasn't actually doing it anymore. It wasn't something I was prioritizing and everything else I had to do. And I could tell after about three or four months that it wasn't hurting me either, that I hadn't been doing it. So the reason it took me six weeks though, was because I fell into that trap of thinking that because I'm choosing to stop doing a thing, uh, to quit, um, that I had somehow failed, or that um, maybe I should go back and try it one more time. Um, and that, I think that's a very common emotion. You know, when you when you sort of see the writing on the wall and you think, maybe I need to stop doing this. Um, it can sometimes feel like failure or that you are somehow a loser or you, you know, Instead of saying, that thing didn't work, and I'm not going to waste my time and resources doing that thing anymore, we internalize it like it has something to do with who we are as a human being. For me, that was quitting my personal email newsletter. Um, I, up until this past weekend, had three newsletters, one for The Lancer, one for Loving BDSM, and theoretically, one for KaylaLords.com, but I hadn't sent out a newsletter since March, I think, maybe April, but definitely March, I think before Eroticon maybe. Um, And even prior to that, I wasn't getting a lot of um, clicks from the newsletter back to where I had linked to, which was usually my own stuff, uh, Killlords.com, Masturbation Monday, Loving BDSM. Plus I always like to sort of share the link love out and who I was liking and who I thought people needed to go. you know, check out and read. Um, I wasn't getting a lot of interaction. I wasn't getting a lot of results. I wasn't using it for its intended purpose, which was to also help promote things I had going on. And even when I did, um, I never saw results from it. So I knew easily back in, I'm recording in July of 2018. I knew probably at the end of May, that I really needed to just let this go. I was paying $29 a month for it, which was ridiculous. And I am well aware that that was way too much money to be paying. Um, for an email subscription service. If you want to know why I was paying that much, um, I do have. I did write an article this week on about you know whether we need email newsletters or not. So I'll link to that in the show notes page, um, and that's what brought that up. Where I recognized that I was keeping two newsletters going and I was dropping one, and so it brought the question to mind: Do you really need one? And the answer, of course, is it depends. And you can go read that article if you're interested. Um, but Even though it was a tactic, it was one thing in a long list of things that I do to build my audience, to um, build my business, to increase my income, to engage with people, to have conversations, all those things I'm trying to do, it was only one small thing. I still had this sort of mental hang up over, oh no, I'm giving up on something. Does that make me a quitter in sort of the worst connotation of the word? Um, It makes me a quitter because I quit doing a thing that I didn't want to do anymore that didn't work and that I couldn't fit into my schedule without adding more stress to my life. So if we take the negative connotation out of the word quitter, yeah, I was a quitter. (laughs) Um, But to me, it was sort of quitting as a smart business decision and a smart personal decision. And that's probably one of the first points I want to make. When you stop doing a thing that's no longer working, um, or that you have decided after however much time has passed that you it's really not the right thing for you to do, that's um, not a bad failure. It might be a failure in the sense of we tried a thing it didn't work, but that doesn't make you personally a failure in a negative sense. It means you tried something and it didn't work. So what you've done is you've now learned something. Going forward in the future, when presented with an opportunity that looks similar to this, you will have experience with which to judge, is this a good tactic for me? Is this a thing I should try? Is it something that I should waste time, energy, and or money on? You've now learned something. So, um, having to stop doing a thing is not necessarily a bad thing. And most of the times it's not a bad thing. Um, And as I would probably sort of had to remind myself, and I would like to, uh, reiterate to anybody else out there in the case of giving up on a tactic, giving up on a small thing you were doing as part of your overall goal. That's not giving up on the whole idea. It's giving up on a method. It's ending the way you tried to do it so that you can then go and try something else. Um, if we keep, Spinning our wheels and doing the same things over and over again that aren't working, that stress us out, that uh, make us feel bad about ourselves, that you know just aren't getting us to the goal. That means we're taking, using up time and energy and resources that we could spend elsewhere. That could that where we could explore new avenues of ways to do these things. So especially with tactics, but sometimes with your overall goal, I mean, not every goal is the right one for you, and you never know until you actually try, um, you know, it's, by giving up on this one thing, it means you are now free to go try another thing, and I haven't met, um, a sex blogger, um, a business owner, a smut lancer, a freelancer, or whatever title you want to give yourself. I haven't met one of y'all yet that didn't have a million ideas. And usually the problem you have is you think, what the hell am I supposed to do? All, the, all these ideas, I don't have time for any of them. Well, if you quit something that's not working, that's not serving any purpose other than for you to say, yeah, I'm doing that thing because, fill in the blank, uh, an expert quote, quote-unquote expert, told me to do it. Um, Everybody else is doing it. Um, It sounded good. I can do it for free. Um, I will interject here and say nothing is truly free because even if it doesn't cost us money, it costs us time. It costs us mental energy. It sometimes costs us emotional energy. So nothing is truly free. It's just a matter of is the uh, effort required to use this thing worth the cost of um, the energy and the space and the and all of that other stuff. So slight rant. I did that in less than 30 seconds. I'm kind of proud of myself. So um, how do you know when you should quit? Like what's well, how, how, how do you decide? My, um, my big criteria and it's going to be different in every situation. It's going to be different for every person. I personally try not to quit just because I'm scared of something. 99% of the time being afraid of it means it's something that could push your boundaries, set you off into a different course uh, of on life, um, give you new opportunities to try things and it's just something unfamiliar or you're not 100% sure that you're capable of it. Um, so when something scares me, I might procrastinate like hell and I might not start it quickly. But i don't give up on it i don't quit just because it scares me so me personally that's not criteria i'm going to recommend that you use um, i think once you realize you're scared to do something or something is giving you anxiety uh, on some level um, it's time to kind of go deep and think about why that is and usually it's has nothing to do with the criteria i use for deciding if it's time to quit something and these this isn't all of it this is just what i what tends um, to be the reason. Um, I have quit with no known real reason that I could explain. I just went, this is the right thing for me to do. And so I'm going to do it. That's also a valid way to figure things out. But I do have three things that I use when it's time to quit something big or small. Uh, Quit when it's something that's not working and you've tried and you've tried different methods and you've done your research and you've asked for advice and you've come at it from this direction and you saw I did that for a few weeks and that's not working let me try it from another direction no that's not working and you've in your mind you've tried multiple multiple methods and it's still not giving you the results or the feeling or the whatever whatever the outcome is you're looking for you're not getting it it's time to give it up it's time to quit it um when you hate it And it's optional. So some things we have to do that we absolutely hate. There are certain things I have to do, even as a freelancer, I hate doing. There are certain types of content I don't like to write, but I will write it if it's for the right client. If I like the client, I can overlook the content because I'm I'm working with somebody I enjoy working with. Um, but I say no, the next time I get a chance (laughs) over that type of content, um, having to organize my files for taxes. I hate that, but if I want my taxes to be right, I have to do that. So, there are things we're gonna hate no matter what but we have to do in order to be a responsible adult, a good business owner, um, a successful freelancer, uh, whatever we're gonna have to do. But then there are things that are optional and we still do them even though we hate them and it could be a thing somebody has um, told you that you are, quote, required to do if you want to see success, or it was in one of those lists of 10 things I did to make a million dollars, and you're like, oh, well, let me go do that thing. Um, those those things happen all the time. If you hate it, and and I would say even if you're seeing some results from it, if you hate it and it makes you hate what you're doing, why are you doing it? Stop doing it. This is me giving you permission to quit, okay? If that's what you've been waiting on, Here. You have permission. I don't know what it is and I don't care what it is, but if it is optional, don't do it. Totally quit. Um, and then the other one, the third one is one that I have, I said a couple times already. If you are just doing something because an, quote, expert told you to, um, and it's not working, stop doing it. I know we all want to, and I say all, many of us, myself included, want to do things, quote, right. Right? We feel like there's probably a method that works best. Um, we see that somebody else has some level of success that we would like to attain, and we say, hmm, how did they do that? And if, you know, we're fortunate that maybe they wrote about that or put it out on a blog somewhere, we go, oh, they did these things? I'm gonna go do these things. And then when it doesn't work, we don't think that it's the tactic that's the problem. We think it's us. We think we're doing something wrong, or that our dream is wrong, or that the topic we're working with is wrong. But we never turn and look at the tactic and go, oh, that thing may or may not have even worked for the person who put that article out. But you know what? They got their end result, which was I clicked on that link and I gave them the view. And that might have been the only thing they really wanted. And so they gave me this BS list. Or sometimes, because I know this happens to me too, I try to do a thing that a person I trust recommends. And it still doesn't work. Again, you're not broken. It's not you. It's the thing doesn't work for you, especially if you come at it from all angles, or you get advice, maybe even from the person who gave the advice in the first place. And you're like, hey, I'm running into problems here, and this isn't working. And maybe they give you another, you know, an option or another way of looking at it. And you try that too, and it still isn't working. You can quit that. Okay, you don't have to do something just because a so-called expert says that's what they did or what they think other people should do. And I say that as somebody who gives advice all the time Uh, for clients and for myself. I write lists of try these things. I try to keep them keep them in the tone of try these. If you don't know where to start here, I'll I'll give you a push, you know but I personally don't think my advice is somehow written in stone. I don't think it's going to work for everybody. I don't think that everybody's going to love doing things the way I did them, or that they're going to find the same kind of um, results. I think that sometimes what will happen, and I know this happens to me, I get a list of do these things, and I can be a very literal thinker. If you tell me a thing, I'm going to follow it to the letter. I'm not going to think outside the box at first. I'm not going to... Um, put my own creative spin on it at first, because I'm going to think if I don't do it the exact way it's spelled out right here on the screen or on the paper, then I'm going to do it wrong. And what is sometimes the case is that that literal translation of the advice that I've been given doesn't work for me. But if I put my own unique spin on something, then I find that it does work for me. But even if you've done that and it still isn't working... This is your permission to just quit. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not a bad person, a lazy person, a failure, a whatever. Whatever negative word you have in your mind when you think of quitting, you're none of those things. If you've given it a legitimate try and it's still not working, don't do it. And just remember, it's not you. It's the advice. The advice isn't right for your situation. And God knows millions of people are on the internet giving their advice about things. You will find Another method to try if you just do a big enough Google search, I promise you, it, you'll find it because somebody has, out there has got an opinion they're willing to share with anybody who'll read it. So that's quit. Stop. Don't do the thing that doesn't work and you don't like and you don't know why you're doing it other than somebody that you that looks more successful than you or somebody you admire told you to do it. Okay? You don't have to do it. It's Okay? You're not going to ruin all your plans and dreams because you did not take every piece of advice you ever came across thanks to Google. Just just stop now. So um, once you've quit or once you kind of realize, oh, this is a thing I can quit if I want to, you know, it's, it's sort of freeing once you realize that you can stop doing things, and, and sometimes you realize you can stop doing things before you stop doing things, says the woman who spent six weeks, maybe eight, thinking, hmm, I really need to cancel that newsletter. And the worst part is, while I was dithering about it and not doing it over that time period, I spent anywhere from 60 to 90 dollars because the killerlords.com email newsletter. The service I was using had a cost, even though other newsletters I or systems I use don't have a cost. So all that time I spent not quitting, even though I kept thinking, oh, it'll feel really, really good if I just quit this. I wasted money. Money I could have been spending on other things. And that's the other thing. I think I said this a little bit ago. That's one of the things to remember. When you give up on this one thing, when you quit doing this one thing that's not serving you or serving your goals or, or getting you anywhere, you've just opened up room and space and resources to do other things and if you wonder hmm should i quit doing this thing um this isn't a guarantee every time because i have quit doing things that i knew i needed to stop doing that was the right decision and felt a little sad about it it was a little bittersweet um, things i enjoyed doing but they took up too much time that didn't they don't didn't make sense to do anymore Um, I was doing them because my ego was attached to them. You know, I thought it said something about me because I did this or did that. And so there are times I've I've given up, I've stopped doing things and gone, oh, that's kind of sad. Um, But more often than not, I know it's a good decision because the moment I give myself permission not to do a thing, I feel nothing but relief. I'm almost giddy with it. You know, I'm like, well, what? I don't have to spend 30 minutes, an hour, a day, a week or whatever, even thinking about this because that's the other thing. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes our some part of us knew we needed to quit and we wanted to quit, but we convinced ourselves. We said, oh, no, you'll be a quitter. Um, you shouldn't give up. Uh, you, you know, maybe one day it'll work if you just keep at it, right? And there's a little bit of guilt over it. And if you're not doing it, like give, use me as the example again with my newsletter, I wasn't doing it, but I was thinking about doing it. I was thinking that I needed to do it. At first I was thinking I needed to do it, even though it wasn't serving much of a purpose. It wasn't, I wasn't getting the, the you know, views to the website and I wasn't, nobody was buying anything I might've told them about in the, the newsletter each week and whatever else. But I had it in my head. It was something I was quote supposed to do. And then when I didn't do it for a while, it's because I just didn't have time. There was just, and because it wasn't a priority, because I knew it didn't work, I didn't make it a priority, right? Like if something is going to make me money or get me views, I will find time in my schedule to do it, right? Because I know it's working. Well, it wasn't working, so I wasn't doing it, but I was feeling guilty about the fact that I wasn't doing it. And then I started having the conversation with myself of, hmm, maybe I should quit that save $29 a month. I could do other things. I could, who knows what might happen. Hmm. I really need to do that. And I mulled on it for a while. Um, and then I finally just this, like I said, mid July, 2018 made the decision. I stopped it. I sent out a final uh, email to the thousand plus people on the freaking list to say, Hey, not going to be doing this anymore. Just wanted to let you know. Um, not that they would have noticed because they never received anything from me to begin with. Um, but I, it felt right. It felt like what I was, what I needed to do. Um, and then the moment it was done and I had canceled the account, then I felt relief. That was a long way to tell you that one of the signs that you've done the right thing is that the, that feeling of, oh, thank God it's done. Because for me, I had relief from... This isn't on my plate anymore. I don't have to think about it. Oh, look, I'm not going to pay this $29 this month. Thank you, God. And I could stop, instantly stop feeling guilty about it because I've been feeling guilty about a thing I wasn't doing. Well, now I don't do that thing anymore. I quit that thing. That thing doesn't serve any purpose. And it created a lot of space in my head because I didn't realize how much guilt I was walking around with for not doing that thing until I truly had stopped and quit. And there was no way I could do that thing anymore. I'd have to rebuild the list or something. Um, and so there is that. There's, there are, it's not just, oh, I have 20 minutes you know, more time on Mondays because I don't send out this email. It's, oh, look, I'm not thinking about this email newsletter. I don't feel any guilt. I don't feel any anxiety. I'm not constantly telling myself, you really need to do that thing and procrastinating. And I'm not annoyed every time I get the receipt in my email that I've been billed another $29 for something that does not pay for itself at all. So if you, need, if you need that sort of secondary check of, oh, did I just do the right thing? Sometimes it'll be that feeling of relief. Either once you decide that you can quit, you decide you will quit, or you actually quit. Uh, but like I said, sometimes it's bittersweet. It's more of a, uh, you've made a, a strategic decision, you've thought through something you've weighed the pros and cons and you you did what you thought was right but you s- wish it wasn't the right choice those those times do happen and they are harder to deal with um, so we're not gonna pretend that doesn't happen but I think most of the time uh, we know we needed to quit and it was our own uh, brain lying to us and telling us you know, uh, oh no, just just keep trying just a little bit more, <laughs> even though it hasn't worked yet. Um, and so then when we get we give up on it, we, we feel better and we feel good. Uh, some people will ask, they have asked me in the past, and it's a question I ask myself all the time, how long do you do a thing until you give up on it? And there is no set answer for that. Um, I have done a thing for a week and gone, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, I've done a thing for a year before I could admit to myself, ooh, no. Um, So I think it all depends on um, why you're doing it in the first place. Uh, When I do something because somebody tells me, you should probably try this, or I've been on Twitter way too long and I see other people doing something and it feels like everybody's doing it, so shouldn't I do it too? Those are the things I tend to quit quicker because I usually know pretty fast does this really work for me? Is this something that fits with me? Does this feel right? Um, and those I feel better. It, it doesn't hurt my feelings to quit those things because I didn't do it because it was an idea that came to me and was based on my research. Um, but, I, you know, then there are those personal things. Um, Loving BDSM has a website, has a podcast. For a while, it had a community section with a forum. And my hope is that one day it will have that again. It is currently and slowly being rebuilt for me by Dom Signs, because he is wonderful, and I love him. Um, but turning that off and saying, first of all, the I didn't have a choice to quit. The website crashed, right? So it came down, and when we got the site back up, I couldn't have the forum live, because it was what was crashing the site. So the choice to stop doing it was ripped away from me. It was, it didn't, it would never have made sense to say, oh no, you have to keep that form up, even though none of the other websites could handle um, that form being there. Um, and that was a failure on my part. I built that community myself, not the people, I mean, the the structure of it, thinking I was doing something pretty decent. Um, and it actually wasn't me, it was a corrupt file. I could never have like, I just didn't know how to fix it, all kinds of stuff. But it felt like a failure. And it was a thing I had to give up in like a 30 second decision. This is the thing crashing all the websites. I'm taking it down. Yes, dumb signs, whatever you say, which is the correct uh, response when he gives you tech advice, by the way. Um, but we managed to keep paid memberships going for a while by keeping continuing to offer them things that, that weren't related to the forum. And we did that for three months after the forms went down for Loving BDSM. And one day I'd been feeling like doing the work of giving the paid members what they were due for, because they paid me money each month, um, had been fun at first and it had slowly lost the fun. And I couldn't grow that list. I had no way to add more paid members. So it was a thing I was doing mostly because I didn't want to lose the income, which was a pretty decent amount, a couple hundred dollars a month, which, you know, that that paid all of the site expenses, which was what I needed it to do. But I couldn't grow it. And we didn't have a community forum to talk about it in. We had to do it all through email and people didn't want to talk through email. And I just felt bad all the time to the point we were forgetting oh yeah we need to record a video oh yeah we've got to do that thing and john brownson and i made a decision in a day that we needed to stop this and we had to just we had to stop it with honor and responsibility so we didn't keep taking people's money and we gave them notice um and we told them why Um, we did you know all the things that felt right to us and hopefully preserve the relationship long term Um, but saying to him before we said a word to anybody else saying to him i don't want to do this anymore at least not without the community side of the website um was a relief and it was a relief to him that i said it um it was hard to say it to the members and it was hard to watch my bank account drop by a couple hundred dollars every month um but even then we've um Up with a new tactic to try. We are pushing more people towards our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, if anybody's interested. Um, um, because we do need the revenue if we want to keep doing these things, and um we would like to have more revenue. Thank you very much. Um, one of my goals is to stop doing the vanilla writing. Um, but um it was a it did we did take a hit. Sometimes you're gonna quit something. And there's gonna be a consequence for quitting, even if it's the right thing to do. And sometimes you won't quit a thing, even though you know that's what you need to do because the consequence is too too great. Um, Case in point, I would love to stop doing vanilla writing. Um, It's what built my freelance business. It's where I learned the things I know now that I can share with you guys. Um, I use vanilla marketing and content marketing and copywriting techniques to help adult brands all the time. Um, So I'm not knocking. vanilla content, but it's not what I want to write anymore. But I can't stop writing that because it's about a third of my income. Some months it's almost half. Most months it's about a third of my income, and that's that's too big a chunk because I take out a third of my income and now I can't make sure my quickly growing children have clothes and shoes and I can't make sure the car works and I you know there's things you can't do when you take that take that kind of hit. So, um, sometimes you, you want to quit and sometimes, you know, quitting is the exact right thing to do and you have to weigh those, the consequences. But sometimes there are, there is a consequence to quitting. Um, I have found most of the time, not all the time, that the consequence after you quit usually rebounds quicker than you thought it would. Um, we, like on Patreon, we haven't gotten up to, um, paid membership level income yet, but we've already grown it by... Uh, 50% since, you know, we stopped one and started promoting the other. So that, that's, that's, we're on the right track of something. People out there are willing to join us there. So um, the hit you take, sometimes it's a small blip, but only you can decide if the consequence of quitting is something that you can, you can handle and that you can weather and that you can get past um, fast enough to recover from. Um, So there's that too. Uh, I don't want to pretend that quitting, if you quit a thing, uh, everything is just wonderful. Uh, Sometimes there are consequences to it. Um, But overall, if you are wondering if you should keep doing a thing or if you should quitting a thing, the answer is always, it depends. Uh, Hopefully, um, this helps a little bit, especially if you've been on the fence about anything. Um, But if you remember nothing from today, just remember that if you are waiting for some Uh, body to give you permission to quit a thing consider this it okay if you've done everything you can if you just know it's the wrong thing for you if it's you've been doing it for a certain amount of time and it's just not working if you hate every minute of it um this you you have you certainly have my permission (laughs) you know your situation better than anybody else will but if you need permission to quit here it is you quit stop doing the thing you're not a failure you're not a bad person stop it's okay you'll it you'll be fine okay <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard and I didn't depress you too much, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps other Smut Lancers find me, and this is a baby podcast, so I could use all the help I could get. Uh, and check out the blog past episodes and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at thesmutlancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. And yes, I see. Said it before I'll say it again. My Patreon is patreon.com slash Lords. And you can pledge as low as a dollar a month and help me keep doing the things I do. Okay, thanks for listening, y'all. And let's do this again next week.